Hi, everyone. Kevin Melcher here on MJDV Travel Radio on Zeno.fm. I'm here with my good friend, Mr. Ruben Mata, who is an international speaker, trainer, and author, and a COVID-19 survivor. Ruben, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Kevin? Good. What a year it has been for you, right? It's been one crazy year after another. It's been interesting, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's been very interesting. <laughs> hey, we, we're always we're always we're always staying positive, right? That's what we're yes. especially what's going on. Yes, indeed. Yes, it's about staying positive. Before we talk about your COVID nineteen situation, let's talk about who you are and what you do. Uh, I'm an international speaker, you know, trainer, published author. Um, I love empowering people and and you know giving them strategies and principles to for them to better their lives and uh, you know and do it all over the world and uh, we have a foundation that helps the youth in juvenile hall we help feed the homeless where you're out there as well so thank you for joining us and of yeah it's a lot of giving back and, and to the community and also um, on a business level is providing you know personal development trainings to companies and individuals as well Ruben, tell us how you got COVID. Cause it was, cause you, you, been, for a person who has great health, how did you get it? How did you get COVID? How did this happen? Yeah, I, to tell you the truth, I only, I realized that I had, uh, the symptom, uh, as I was getting a fever and, a, you know, shortness of breath and, uh, I was getting a, a cough and, uh, my taste buds were no longer working. So, but as far as where did I get it or how did I get it? I don't know. I can't say, Oh, it's because, you know, this area, I went to this store, I went to the gym and uh, you know, I, I cannot say it because it wasn't like the cut, you know, you get a cut on your hand and it's like, Oh, it's because of the knife or a broken glass, you know? And with this, I, I, I cannot say it was because of a certain person, place. That's, that's it. I just felt the symptoms. Well, what was, what was, what was that situation like? What was, what was going through you, through your mind, through your health? Like, like, what was your COVID situation like? Actually, it was when I went to the, to the emergency because I had it for about a week, week and a half, the symptoms and the temperature wasn't going down. And the shortness of breath was becoming, you know, even more en- enhanced. And I went in to emergency here in West Anaheim Medical Center and they took x-rays on my chest and they said, wow, you know, you have pneumonia. We need to get you in. So they admitted me in the afternoon on a Sunday. And even the doctor says, I haven't seen anyone decline so quick. So Sunday afternoon, I was admitted. Sunday night, I was already on the respirator or the ventilator, and um, because my 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 lungs were were very damaged, and it got to the point where um, the doctor said if I did not go in that day, that I wouldn't have woke up the next morning for how how bad my lungs. Were. That was something because when I when I checked your Facebook, I was like, oh, he's he's alive, he's well, and I'm like. This happened. I'm like, Ruben, really? <laughs> How did I was like, Ruben Mata is a strong hearted person. He's a healthy person. I was like, How did this happen? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing as well, because 
I had that ego mind of, ah, this is not going to get me. And, oh, it's just a fever. And I'll work away. I'll walk it off. You know, and, and that was, you know, me not going to the doctor when I should have because it was a week and a half of, of time away. And, my, you know, the pneumonia even getting more, more, you know, more damaging to the lungs. And it was that, that, that mindset of, I got it and not believing. So, how did, um, so Ruben, how did they, how did the dog, how did the doctors determine you had COVID? Because I know there's like the flu strain and then, you know, there's different sicknesses going on, especially during the flu season. Like, how did, like, how did you, how did the doctors know you did have, you tested positive with COVID? Oh, it was, uh, actually that Sunday when they got me on the respirator and then later on that night, in the early morning, they said, oh, we're going to have to intubate you, meaning stick a tube down your your throat because my lungs were collapsing and they were, I wasn't able to breathe. So they, I said, what are my options? And he says, you have none. And I said, all right, well, you know, let's do it. So I was induced into a coma that day uh, or that early morning all the way through Wednesday. And on Wednesday, they took me out of it and then started pumping me with more antibiotics. And I wasn't getting any better. And they even told my sister that, you know, he's, that when they feel he wasn't going to, that I wasn't going to make it through the night. And they said, cause he's just, he's not, he's not responsive. Um, the antibiotics are not doing anything. And so they pulled me back into a coma again. And as that happened, like Thursday, later Thursday, I started, you know, showing positive. Uh, positive activity with, with the response to the antibiotic. And, uh, Friday, um, I was taken out of a coma Friday evening and that's when I was put into a room, quarantine room. And it was crazy because nobody wanted to go in there. I mean, nobody could go in there actually. Um, and, as I went in there, uh, or I was in there, they would, the nurses would come in and they would be all with a helmet and gloves. So it was very, it was very challenging, uh, wow. to be in there. Yeah. And coming out of a coma, um, I was seeing like hallucinating when I was closing my eyes from all the drugs. It was crazy, like a nightmare. And, and, and now that Saturday, it came Saturday. And, uh, they ran tests and the, you know, more x-rays and tests. And what happened was I had sepsis as well, which is infection of the blood. So that was added to, you know, everything that I was going through. And the way I found out that I had the virus was when I got out of the coma. When I came out. Yeah, I didn't know because five days I was out. That's when they transferred me out to the second floor up there. Um, on the second floor in the, in the hospital and the nurse is like, okay, well, your test came back. Your lungs look good. They're, they're healing. Uh, your step, the white blood cell count is up, which is great. And I said, so what am I still doing here? Let me, you know, <laughs> you know, cause I was, I needed to get out. I was, you know, cause I had a catheter in me those five days. I couldn't do anything. I, I had no, no, no skills or anything. And it was very humbling to say the least. And I did a, my relationship with God got a lot closer and stronger. Let me tell That's you. what I was going to say. I was like, God was really like, he was right. with you every step of the way. And there's a lot of people praying, which I was so grateful of, 
people praying because on Facebook there's thousands of people literally praying um, from all over all over the world, and there was you know Catholic, Christian, all types of religions, and the Reiki and energy healers and sending positive energy, and I was just overwhelmed with the response. Like you know, the nation came together for this cause, and and God being faithful to what He says, calling me and I'll respond, and He did respond. And, he allowed me to live and, and I'm so grateful for that. And it's a reset to, to know that now I'm, you know, preaching a lot as far as, uh, his message as well. I got more in tune with the ministry again. And mm-hmm. it's very, it, it was, it, it was a reset to say the least. And also, you know, that to know that when when I was in there, they let nobody visit, nobody. And wow. I was just thinking of the families who have family members there who have passed, and and it's, you know they can't be with their family members. So I, you know, uh, prayers out to them because this is real. You know, this is real. I didn't think it was until I was <laughs> until I was in there. I went up to the room and then the doctor said, I mean, the nurse said, you can't even stand up pretty much because your equilibrium is off, your balance is off. And I said, okay. So she walked out and then I stood up and I got disconnected the IV machine from the outlet and I started walking around. It was like doing, like sitting up on the bed, squatting up, down, up, down, getting my balance back, you know, reaching over, leaning left, right, just getting my, my balance back. And I did that for about 15 minutes. And then I called her back in with the buzzard and she came in. I said, look, you know, I, I'm okay. You know, I, I'm not walking. I went to the restaurant. She said, okay, let me talk to the doctor. And the doctor who was taking care of me used to be my primary back years ago. And I known him from the gym, like since 1996. So wow. it's like, I seen his name on the chart and that was Dr. Fireball Shams. And I was like, Tell Dr. Chance to get me out of this place. And, you know, with all the, we had, you know, uh, coverage of, uh, on the news, they had, they did, um, segments on us on CBS, NBC, KCAL, Univision, and, uh, Telemundo. So we yeah, had, I, I, yeah, you were, you were covered quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. And those segments, she did a really great job about how Dr. Chance you know, they're not supposed to tra- treat family members or friends. And he says, I made an exception on this one when I seen those Ruben. And so grateful for him as well, because everybody had, a, you know, and who I don't know and who I do know had a hand in this. Well, how long was your recovery time uh, going through this COVID situation that you had? What was your recovery time? From the, um, the recovery you, time was... There was a, <laughs> there's a, a guy that uh, on Facebook... And I did an interview with El Aviso magazine and like a, a week after I was released. And then the guy says, Oh, this is fake. He says, I seen Ruben with my party with my friends a week before. And uh, now he's uh, in a coma for five days. Now he's out and doing interviews. <laughs> I was like this guy. And I reached this, reached this guy and I was like, I don't know who he was, but there was, you know, social media's got some crazy things happening with people yeah. coming out. And they said, yeah, I seen you, you know, you had that bottle with you and it was the respirator. And he said, you probably had something in there and, and it's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I just started laughing. Right. And, and, uh, it's just, you know, seeing what was going on and, and, and realizing 
you know, the power of prayer mm-hmm. and, and to understand that, you know, there's a, there's a bigger purpose instead of position of, of, in life of where I'm going and what I do. It's, it's the purpose that God gave me the gift to, to be able to speak right. in public and, and multitudes and impact people. And it's for his work now. Post COVID, how do you feel now about your life since COVID? I know we, you've answered a little bit, but go ahead, go ahead and talk more about that. Like, um, how do well, you feel now? Oh, it's, 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 you know, it's great. I'm grateful every day for waking up. And, and also since the COVID overcoming, uh, there was plasma created in my skin. I mean, in my skin, in my blood that, uh, is there, uh, I already gave blood to the Red Cross for my plasma, uh, that two weeks ago. And what they do is they get the plasma for my blood and they, they do a, I guess, transfusion with other people that have the COVID to help them fight it because I'm, um, doctors said I'm immune to it and I cannot give it to anybody. So now with, with the, um, with the plasma, people will be able to, to have a better chance of overcoming it with the plasma that was created in my blood. What are you doing different now in your life than before COVID? Basically, what is your new normal like? Uh, it's still exercise. Uh, exercise and, you know, it, it's still, I wear a mask. Yeah, I wear a mask for people, um, even though I can't give or get. I still wear masks out of respect and courtesy. Um, I still abide by the rules, you know, the six foot rule. And so they're still, it's still following what they're suggesting. And if that's like a share as people out there, I know we want to do things different and go against the grain, but you know, these, these people know what's going on. And I didn't believe it at first, but like I shared, it's real. How it got out, okay. I don't know, but it's real. Did the doctors give you any medications or anything to, did they, like, you have no. a follow-up? Yeah, I did a follow-up. I did a follow-up, mm-hmm. and uh, everything turned out okay. Everything's okay. I had some issues with the heart that they found out about my heartbeat, but that's just, you know, everything's taken care of there, and but that was it. It was, it was, it was a blessing to be in there and seeing, okay, everything checked out okay after, so. Ruben, what is your advice to those who have not attracted COVID and are attractable, asymptomatic to COVID? What do you, what do you advise to those, especially those who are listening right now? You know, get knowledge up on what, what it actually is. I mean, there's, you know, stuff on YouTube, Google, credible resources of how and one could get it. Uh, I feel the immune system, so the doctor says, you know, when you leave, you need to bring your immune system up because that's going to fight off. Even, you know, it's going to give you even more uh, ability uh, to live a healthier life. He says, says it's a, you know, out of 100 people, he says 60% um, have the virus. 60% have the virus. They don't show symptoms. Uh, 30% will show symptoms, but it won't be you know, nothing life-threatening. And he says 3 to 4% will be life-threatening like yourself because you you had pneumonia, you had an existing problem. Like people with asthma, uh, the elderly, the immune system is down. And that's why people get, you know, when the virus is, you know, it's easier to get in because if your immune system's strong, then it, it has that much more battle to go against to get into one's body when, when he's fighting the immune, a strong immune system. Ruben, we are a travel show. 
And you travel a lot for speaking engagements and events out of anything. What are your favorite destinations that you have visited and why? Well, it's Hawaii for obvious reasons. Did events in Hawaii, uh, Colombia. Did events in Colombia because the the culture there is like the food is really good. Uh, people are amazing there. Uh, Mexico as well. Uh, you know, different parts of Mexico. Went did events there in Cancun. Uh, yeah, in Poland, I went did an event in Poland was really good. The food is amazing there, where we went. Uh, so yeah, it, it's different areas. Uh, London, we went to London as well, did an event out there. And, and the phone booth, I didn't even know what the phone booth was for. And then, like, <laughs> take a picture of the phone booth. I was like, all right. <laughs> after I, this, this, I know, and this, because here's the thing a lot of times, Kevin, I would go to the event from the airport to the hotel, back to the mm-hmm. hotel to the airport. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't stay. Wow. Because it was in and out because it's the next event, next event. So it was like a road wow. trip. Towards the end. No it was like No time yeah. for sightseeing. <laughs> Except for the last few times, you know, in London, we stayed an extra day. We went sightseeing. So it, it was like getting caught up in that rat race of onto the next, onto the next, where mm-hmm. I visited a lot of places, but I did not stay. I... Uh, I just went for events and that's how I was and it's how much not was lost but how much I did not take advantage of being in those places and uh, now yeah yeah, so, yeah because I just I would travel two to three times a month you know two to three <laughs> events a month either in the U.S. and outside of the U.S. so I, um, I bet you when when travel opens up again you'll you'll be getting ready to fly on a 777 and fly somewhere that you oh, want yeah. to go to. I, <laughs> in, in a weird way, in a weird way, I didn't miss it after all this happened, but now I miss it. The airport and the parking lot, you know, it's just, it's just, it's, I miss it, you know. And that's how you get to know people. You get to know oh, people the, from all yeah. from around the world. You know, you start seeing people there. Hey, how's it going? Where are you going off now? You know, it's like, <laughs> it, it's pretty amazing. The shuttle drivers and it's like, oh my God, that's what you know. It's like, okay, I haven't traveled as much this year. That's what I decided because I'm taking care of my disabled brother. Uh, and, and yeah, so I've been more local. So now I, I just can't wait for this uh, pandemic to, to be removed so we can get out and start traveling again. I want to go to Ghana uh, because my foundation is out there and we, we're doing a lot with COVID oh, wow. out there. Uh, we're sending masks and, and, you know, they're giving out masks, so maybe masks. So. Um, and Pakistan too. I've been doing some preachings in Pakistan. I'll be doing one. I did one last week and I'm doing another one this Monday. Uh, I'll be posting that on Facebook. So it's, it's amazing what, what, what direction you know, my life is going now. Ruben, what are the places in the world that you have not visited? And what are those dream vacation destinations you want to visit? This is good. Where do you want to go? Where, 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 where's Ruben going to go? Where in the world will Ruben go next? Ghana. <laughs> I <want to> go <laughs> next. <laughs> yeah, Ghana. I was like, do I really want to go there? But it's, is there something there? There's that comment, you know? It's like, that's it. I, 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 I allowed you to live through this so you can empower others. You know, this year, I would love to go back to, to Italy again. You know, I, that, oh, yeah. yeah. And we went one time and it was just, you know, one of those 
you visit like 8,000 cities in 10 days. <laughs> it's like, oh my it was, yeah, in a bus. And it was like, oh my God, it felt like cattle. You know, it was like, <laughs> up, pictures, back on, up, pictures, back on. And and this time around, it, it, it's more of a vacation and yeah, will you, will you, I was going to say, will you ever go somewhere where it's not related to work? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's time happens. for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened because, you know, that, that last run with Success Resources, it was five years. And wow. it was event to event to event. And it was five years. And now, uh, with all this, you know, pattern interrupt in our lives, coming back is, Vacation time, yeah. With life the way it is now, with the new normal, what what should we prepare for with this new normal? What should we be doing? I know we, we may have circled this question before, but any last known advice, anything that you can give, like anything you want to tell the listeners that we're listening right now with COVID, mm-hmm. anything that comes off your mind. What, what? Well, just, you know, to enjoy life and, and realize the people who are around you that, that really do care. And, um, it's, it's, you know, the little things, let them go. There, there's other things that, that need our energy other than things that do not serve us. And, and the people that are around and, and really impact your life to let them know, uh, because tomorrow may be too late. And really go out there and, and see and identify what your purpose is and, and and go out and do it. And others may not see it, but it's not their purpose, it's your purpose. And mm-hmm. and it's okay. Yeah, and it's okay that, you know, people don't align with where you're going. That just means they're in your way instead of on the way with you. And in life, people it it's it, it's setting boundaries, um, because either you're investing your time or you're wasting your time with the people who you surround yourself with. And it's time to say hello or goodbye to certain people because uh, the more we, we, we hang around people that is not serving, the more we become like them. And understanding that we all have a purpose. And I'm leaving this with purpose, purpose, purpose is because that gives us value to get up early in the morning and, and stay up late at night doing what we love. <laughs> And if it's, right. for family, if it's for family, if it's for radio show, if it's for traveling, if it's <laughs> for whatever it is, you know, it, it's identifying that because clarity equals power. And, right. and also, and, and vulnerability as well equals power. And being vulnerable of sharing um, certain things in my life is, is for a purpose. And it comes off that way of, of saying, I went through this um, and this is what happened and this is how I'm utilizing it to help others that are going through the same situation. So what's coming up for you? What, what's coming? What, 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 what is really coming up for you? What, anything up in the pipeline? Anything going on with you? Uh, we got stuff going on in Brazil. We're, we're launching. I'm, I'm partnering up with the individual. We're, we haven't uh, made that public yet, but we've been in the works since November. And COVID came oh and God. we were going to do live events in Brazil. So now we're doing a lot of online setting up for the live events next year in 2021. Um, also in Latin America and Mexico, uh, we're setting up that, that vehicle as well. And to uh, collaborate with the same individuals to do the Spanish coaching and, and heading up that division and doing certain things and allowing God to, to directly and listening to the whisper 
that a lot of things are online now. And, and, you know, before it was filling up a hotel, filling up a venue, putting people in the seats. And then after it's, 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 uh, this online thing, it's like, wow, you can do it from your house. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that's I, right. I, I, I have to leave. I mean, I don't even have to leave, but, you know, that's being flexible to the industry and, and knowing that, of, of, of knowing that, you know, I, I'm just excited. Uh, we're supposed to launch on the, on the 15th and we're going to go with that. Well, that's what you do best too. And yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And we're, we we can I, I know everyone who's listening. I'm pretty sure we all want to come and see Ruben on stage again or on yeah. a Zoom platform and motivate us. Bring life. Yeah, bring yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, right. That's what we're talking Triple about. Bam. <laughs> yeah. Up, baby. Well, thank you, Ruben. You're welcome, thank Kevin. Thank you so much. All right, and brother. We definitely, we'll definitely chat again. Well, thank you okay. so much, everyone. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for investing yeah. time in your day to listen to this show. So, well, and enjoy traveling. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Thank you, Ruben. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. And there you have it, everyone. That was Ruben Mata. He is an international speaker and trainer, author, published author. And he's also a COVID-19 survivor. What a story he gave for us. 